The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. The 2014 season is on the way, folks. This is the pregame. The J-E-T-S must go down, down, down. That's what I'm talking about here on show 415. And a tidbit about the San Francisco 49ers. Who's got more felons on their squad? Nobody! All right, Raider Nation. On today's show, we will have the pregame for the JETS, the Jets. Yes, the Raiders are taking a jet to New York. They're going to stay there for an extra couple days. And it's on like Donkey Kong. You can believe it. That and the bone line should wrap up this show. We're rolling into the season, folks. The 2014 Raiders season is here. Strap in, because we're gonna be we're gonna be driving this car fast and furious. <laughs> I love it. The Oakland Raiders travel to New York City. That's right. They're traveling there to meet the J-E-T-S, the media darlings of the NFL. I got to tell you, I got sick and am tired of hearing about the Jets, a less than mediocre team with less than mediocre talent, going on and on and on all preseason, all offseason, and for the life of me, I can't tell you why. Meanwhile, we're used to it. Of course, the Oakland Raiders got no respect. And, and of course, were, well, <laughs> slapped around by mainstream media from one end to the other. But we don't care. We love to be hated. At least I do. Now, the Jets had a very productive offseason, as did we. They shored up their defense. Uh, They also made some great acquisitions on the offensive side of the ball. And Geno Smith made great strides in the last part of the last year. And also in this preseason seems to be picking it up quite a bit. The Jets offensive line is pretty stout. And to do a fine job of protecting Geno Smith. And also he's got the wheels to take it outside if he so desires. Now this kid doesn't like to get hit. So that's something we should keep an eye on for sure. With the addition of Eric Decker and Chris Johnson, this makes this team particularly dangerous. Chris Johnson loves the Raiders because every time he's played us, he's shellacked us every time. Eric Decker is no joke either because he did play for the Bronco Hose and put the hurt on us more than one time. He knows this defense and surely knows our coach from their time in the past. The Jets' defense have have one of the fiercest front four in the NFL, and they've been known to do some significant damage to other teams. The one thing about the Jets' defense that is glaring, and everybody knows it, is their defensive backs and safeties. They have a real issue back there, and this is the one area I think we can take advantage of 
in this game. You know, it's funny. Philip Adams played for the Seattle Seahawks when Derek Carr dropped three touchdowns on him and um, embarrassed him, actually. So he's asking for some revenge now that he got dropped from the Seahawks and picked up by the lowly J-E-T-S. So right off the bat, you think about the players on this team, you know there's going to be a very serious uh, passing attack after the run because Chris Johnson is going to be wanting to push his way through and make a bunch of yards. It's going to be a tough game for our defense. These veterans we have must stand up, and they must stand tall. Our defensive line cannot let Johnson get into the secondary, or it's over. The Jets are preparing for their first game of the season against the Oakland Raiders at home for the wideout. But, EA, this is going to be the first time that we're going to see the three-headed monster for the Jets with the running back position. On the Jets' depth chart, there is no number two. There's three co-number ones in Chris Johnson, Chris Ivory, and Bilal Powell. We saw some of what they can do in the preseason, but we're going to finally see these guys on the field for four quarters. It's going to be interesting to see how Marty Morningweg goes about goes about ball distribution amongst these guys. What I liked in the preseason, Amanda, is the Jets were getting to the edge, getting to the perimeter, and Chris Johnson gives this team a home run threat that they haven't had in a long time. Take nothing away from Chris Ivory, though. I'll tell you what, he's a powerful runner, but he can get to the edge as well. And Bilal Powell, as I said last week, he can do everything. Well, EA, what about the Oakland Raiders running backs? I mean, they're very talented as well. Well, that's right. You can't sleep on the Raiders. They were 12th in the National Football League in rushing last season. Maurice Jones-Drew, we saw a flash of MJD like he used to be in the preseason against the Green Bay Packers as he tore off a run for 40 yards. Then Darren McFadden is playing more of a third-down role for the Raiders. Latavius Murray as well, he's a very talented back. And Marcel Reese, Amanda, was here last December. He rushed for over 120 yards against the Jets. And with the rookie quarterback, I expect the Raiders to try to take some pressure off of Derek Carr's shoulders and give their backs the ball, not just running it, but throwing it to them out of the backfield as well. I was in the locker room with Geno Smith today, and he said he didn't even want to talk about last season at all, but just his preparation going into week one this year. He said he was a little bit more confident. We've given Geno all the accolades that he deserves in the summer, but this is when these guys earn their pay regular season. Last year, we saw him unfazed in that first game, leading the Jets to a come-from-behind victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But the difference this year, Amanda, is he's got a year under his belt, whereas Derek Carr, this is his first game, and he's going to be playing in front of 80,000 crazies at MetLife Stadium. We have got to contain him and pressure Geno Smith and hit him, and I mean hit him hard. The quarterback must go down, and he must go down hard. That's for damn sure. You, you just talk about your, your confidence level this year as, as opposed to one year ago. I don't want to talk about last year. You know, I'm focused on what we have ahead of us, which is the Oakland Raiders. Um, you know, we're preparing for a tough team, and we're getting ready to go out and play a hard game. Man, we're excited. You know, we, we get a chance to go out there and play four quarters of football, put everything we've, uh, you know, been working on out there and, you know, showcase it for the fans and everyone watching. And, you know, we're excited, man. We're ready to go. 
We're coming up with a good game plan, and you know we, we always do that. Uh, for us as players, it's about execution. So we've got to go out and execute the plays that are called. You know, I think the game plan will be great. You know, we're preparing ourselves for another tough game, and uh, you know we get to play four quarters, so that's something to look forward to. And to have our guys out there, you know, we're pretty much healthy for the most part, so uh, that's a good sign coming out of preseason. You know, now we just got to go out there and execute. Geno Smith can be taken out of the game early with some serious <laughs> knockdowns for sure. I'll take the 15 as long as we can ring his bell. That's a fact. That's Raider football. C.O. Moore and Khalil Mack must seal that inside because once Chris Johnson gets to the inside through a gap, he's gone as well as the outside edge. You know, we have to have some edge control or else Johnson is going to light us on fire. I totally believe the first part of the game, the Jets are going to depend on Johnson to open up the passing lanes in the second quarter. We're going to see a lot of running for sure and a lot of attempts at trying to penetrate first down with the run for sure. We have to stop the freaking run for sure. And how do you stop the run but penetrate? We are going to activate players. We're going to activate everybody at some point in time. We're going to drop everybody at some point in time. But sometimes the perception of pressure can help those guys get the one-on-one matchups. So we're going to have be multiple, but we were sure we sure feel and fully expect the players that we brought in to win more one-on-ones and therefore we may not have to activate as many players. But we're still going to do so. You got to get 11 guys on the same page working together. It's not what the coaches know, it's what they know at that moment in time and how quick they communicate. And then you got to fly around and tackle the guy with the ball. So I fully expect this group to be able to do that. Again, not looking back, 2014. I expect this group to be able to put some stuff together, and they've shown flashes of it. When they work together, we can be pretty good. We need to get penetration deep into the backfield to stop Johnson, to stop the play before it even gets developed. We need serious penetration and defensive line control. We must stop them before he gets any steam going or else you know what happens. I'm not as concerned with Geno Smith. I believe we have a defensive backfield that can handle him very well. And I know we have pass rushers that can get in and put a hand on this man. That's how we're going to win this damn football game. We cannot let Johnson run the ball so that Geno gets a look. That is not how this game is going to work. They also like to work that hurry-up offense, which I can't stand. We got to be ready for it, man. We just must have the right calls for the right play here. This is it, man. We got to show what our defense is all about in this game. Now, on the Raiders' offensive side, we have our new quarterback, Derek Carr. I don't think it's a bad thing that he's a rookie. I think he has a cannon for an arm and an eagle eye to see where everybody is. I like him. I like his footwork. I like his elusiveness in the pocket. It's all good, and he's going to have to use all of it to stay out of the mean greenies' hands during this game. For me, I'd go against tradition. Usually, you like to have the run game going for your young, inexperienced quarterback 
to give him an opportunity to get used to the speed. I say screw that shit, and I say we go at him in the, in the air immediately, first play of the game. I think we'd set those rushing front four back on their ass with Carr throwing quick passes and sending them backwards, backwards, backwards. Chad, what the heck would you say to Derek Carr, who's not only making his first NFL start, but in a foreign environment for a Raiders team that has lost 13 consecutive games on the East Coast and against a Rex Ryan-led defense? Well, first of all, I would say congratulations for Derek Carr to be able to win that job against an experienced veteran like uh, Matt Schaub, knowing that Coach Allen and that whole staff at the Raiders was you know, planning on Schaub starting, but Derek impressed him so much with the way he had handled himself physically and mentally and, and the offense. That, that's a big accomplishment, and I think uh, you know, moving forward, uh, what he has to do is realize that you know, the pressure's not on him. The uh, only thing he needs to focus on is running their offense and being extremely efficient and keep keeping them out of bad situations. And uh, the Raiders have already made the decision to come to the East Coast early to try to help them with that East Coast lull. But I think this is one of the games, the Raiders-Jets games, as far as opening week, that has a lot of unknowns on both sides, which then creates a great matchup to pay attention to. You faced Rex before, Chad. What are the keys in reading what's going on as far as coverage-wise and scheme-wise? Well, your first and second down production is huge. Uh, a lot of times as an offense, you would like to even just skip third down because it can get really chaotic, like you said. It can be really messy. You're going to see a lot of different looks. First and second down is where you see a Rex Ryan defense play more conventional. Yes, you'll see some unconventional things, but not as much on first and second down. And so your first and second down success is the key to your offensive drives. And so finding ways to move the chains and to have positive yards on first and second down a lot of times comes through the passing game rather than the running game. Well, that's a great point, Chad, because when I was looking at this game, I was thinking exactly the opposite, that, hey, maybe – the Raiders are going to come out with a conservative game plan and run a lot of Maurice Jones-Drew and Darren McFenn at the Jets so the kid can get his feet wet when, in all actuality, like you're saying, their game plan might be better, better served to actually come out throwing the ball on those early downs. If you're going to go in and try to pound McFadden and pound Jones-Drew into that front seven, it's not going to be good and your third downs are going to look really ugly. But... If you're able to loosen those guys up on the perimeter with the pass early, then the run can start to pick up second, third, and fourth quarters. But you definitely need to have some success passing the football on early downs. I believe they're going to expect a run game, and we got to put it on them early and take their heart out in the first drive of the game. I know that Carr can get the ball out. We need our wide receivers. Our tight ends. We got Oshbury back this this game. We must have guys catching the football because it's going to be there. They better get their damn hands on it and pull it in. This could be a very high-scoring game, contrary to popular belief. Both defenses are pretty stout, but there's weaknesses on each team that it will allow for a high-scoring game. We were familiar with him when he came out. Um, we did our due diligence. 
you know, so we know the kind of athlete he is. Uh, gets the ball out quick, smart, has a live arm. Um, you know, athletic guy. Has a good feel in the pocket. He'll sit back there and he knows how to, to step, slide, you know, and all that type of stuff away from it. Um, so we were impressed with him. But what we dialed in is obviously the preseason. You want to see him throw it against uh, NFL competition, and that's what we did. You know, the fact that, you know, their first four drives, I think they scored. Um, he scored three. On them. Okay, three. But I think they scored four. But if, um, again, it was – you know, you felt a, uh, a certain energy out there with with their team. Um, obviously, he's got a big arm, a live arm, and he's, uh, you know, he's and he's fairly mobile and athletic. So, gets the ball out. Uh, you know, he's got a, a quick release and things. So the kid, you know, he knows what he's doing. Rex, what do you make of what's kind of a natural matchup in this game? And that's your at least lack of NFL experience at cornerback and a guy making his first NFL start as a rookie. You know, I, that's an interesting question. But, again, it's, you know, yeah, you're, you're right there. You know, with Antonio Allen starting for the first time, you know, as a corner, that, that's going to be new to him and, and the quarterback. You know, hey, it's safe to say he's going to see things that he hasn't seen. And both probably are. But the challenge is, you know, going to be there. Both guys, you know, we feel good about Antonio Allen, and, and uh, we think that he can play. Obviously, we know he can play safety. We think he's going to be, uh, be a decent corner as well, and we get to find out. As far as you know, their quarterback's concerned, um, obviously he's got the, the physical makeup and the skill set that uh, uh, that thinks he's got a chance to be a you know outstanding quarterback in this league. And you know the bloodlines with his brother going through everything he went through uh, in, in playing a long time himself. You know, he's probably got a, a better understanding than most rookies coming into it. Do you like facing a rookie quarterback, though, especially in his first start? It's a lot better than facing a veteran guy that knows what he's doing. You know, it's been there and done it for sure. You know, I'm glad we're facing this kid week one instead of week 15. Rex, when you look at rookie quarterbacks in general, these are guys who obviously have a lot of success in college and a great comfort level with that level of playing and mm-hmm. that type of ball. Would those guys initially, in general, seem to – have as their bigger stumbling blocks uh, in terms of seeing things, reacting. You, you obviously had one last year. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just a, you know, Gino probably be better to ask that question to, but in my opinion, you know, it's a, uh, uh, it's bigger, faster on this level. The skill set of the players is much better. They're, you know, it's much greater than it was in college. Uh, it happens quick. You're going to see coverages you haven't seen. Um, and, and blitzes you haven't seen necessarily in, in college. College, a lot of times you can spread guys out, run, and see quarter coverage the whole game. You know, coaches yelling like they're really coaching or something. But either way, it's, like, it's, it's hysterical. And I see it sometimes. It's pretty funny. I think MJD out of the backfield for passes is very, very important and could be very successful. I think also passes in the flats for these rookie defensive backs the Jets have would just light them on fire, allow Denarius Moore to take some shots running on the sideline. I know he can beat these guys. We should be able to put up some points on the Jets. I know one thing. We got to make Geno Smith into oh no Smith, and that means he's oh no one because the defense is up his ass for sure. This is a time that the Raiders can't jack around. This is a winnable game for the Raiders. A tough game. There's no doubt in my mind. It is not easy. 
There is no easy game in the NFL, and this definitely is not one. This will be a battle that will show who we are immediately. This will show whether the Raiders have it or not, for sure. There's no opportunity better than to play the Jets the first game of the season. I think this will show a lot for our young quarterback, a lot of building confidence for the young man, because this is a secondary he can certainly take advantage of, and I believe he will. I can't wait to see Mac come alive during this game. C.O. Moore, I mean, we got a lot of players, especially on that defensive side of the ball, that can make it happen for sure. The Raiders have to come in big time and show that they're not afraid of Rex Ryan and his let's scare the quarterback bullshit that he goes through every time there's a rookie quarterback. It's been said that rookie quarterbacks never do well against the Jets. Well, it's about time, partner. The worm has turned. What are all the some of the things that Rex Ryan's going to present for you this week as a rookie quarterback and yeah. on the road the first game? What do you? Oh yeah, you know he's you know he's you know got a great blitz package. You know he's got obviously a lot of different looks um, that he'll show. Um, me being a rookie, he's probably going to want to show them all. <laughs> you know I, I, that. You know I, I go in and expect you know uh, as much as I can. You know I expect everything. And then if something doesn't happen, then I'll be surprised. You know, that's how I have to prepare. You know, I have to prepare for everything, even maybe something he hasn't shown but could show. Um, you know, just from, uh, you know, talking, uh, you know, I obviously I reach out to anybody who can help me. And I, I called my brother because he's played him seven times. Mm -hmm. You know, I called him. I was like, hey, let's talk, you know, Jets. <laughs> you know, you've, you've, you were there. You've seen him. So we talked. I, I obviously, you know, picked his brain, took notes. And, you know, that was it. Now I went about my business for the rest of the week and, you know, you know, pick Schaub's brain, pick the coach's brain. So I expect a lot. Is it possible to, to put so much in your brain that you do too much or, or not? Uh, you know, I think if you – for me, I, no. For me, no. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know how it works for anybody else. Um, but I try and over-prepare. Just like, you know, obviously this is a different game. But, you know, all I have to relate to is college. You know, in college I would overthink – you know, I'd overthink everything. Oh, they did this, but they could do this, this, and this. You know, they did one thing, but they could do five other things. That's how I think. Because when the game comes, I don't want to be surprised by anything. You know, obviously, being a rookie, you know, it might happen, <laughs> you know, uh, once or twice. Hopefully it doesn't. But, you know, I just try my best during the week to win the game. I believe the Raiders can win this game by at least 10 points. That's what I'm saying. I know it's brave, but the fact that the Jets are having a whiteout Yes, you heard me right. They're having a whiteout in their stadium. They want everyone to wear white. I mean, is that lily white? Is it off-white? Is it <laughs> eggshell white? I don't know. I know this. They're making the Raiders wear black because it's hot back east. Whatever. Rex Ryan just announced that it's going to be a whiteout on the game on Sunday. Clearly, I'm showing my support. Where's your white? Well, it's Wednesday. That's why I'm wearing gray, Amanda. I think I'll break out the white on Sunday when Rex told me to. All right. No, he's wearing it today. That's fine. He had to. He's the head coach. I'll be there in white on Sunday, just like everybody else will be. Oh, Oh, you asked me if why I'm wearing white today. Okay, well, I'm wearing white because I'm reaching out to the fans about, you know, we want to have a whiteout. We want our stadium in a whiteout. So we're 
you know, we prefer that you have all your your jet white gear on, so a jet shirt, t-shirt, whatever. But anything white will do. Uh, but we are calling uh, to our fans, reaching out to our fans to wear white, uh, get that stadium in a white out. That'd be good. The fact that it's ninety some degrees out is also a good reason to wear white and maybe not black jerseys like the Raiders have to. Just the fact that it's a whiteout would piss me off enough as a Raider to stick it to these guys extra bad, and that is all I have to say about that. And I have a special shout-out to my good brothers who are traveling to New York City. That's right, the Bandito. Juan Jorge is going to be up in the house Letting them know how we do it here in Oakland, along with my good brother Raider Mike of the Raider Fan Podcast. They'll be there just blowing it up in New York, man, because those are my two brothers here from Oak Town. And they'll be representing big time in the city, if you know what I mean. Big shout outs to you guys for traveling, all Raider fans that travel to the games. You know how it rolls. There ain't no fan base that does it better, partner. Bad of the bone. All right, let's get to the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Don't forget, we are on Facebook. We are on www.radionationpodcast.com. Randy puts the news up there. It is the bomb. If you haven't checked it out yet, get your rate of news and your fix Right there, folks. All right. Who is on the line first? And our first caller is my good brother, Nebraska Raider. What's up, brother? Hey, Raider Nation. This is Nebraska Raider calling in. It's been a while, man. But you know what? I've been sitting back watching my team, watching our team play these preseason games and throughout the off season, And you know what? I think finally we might have a quarterback or three. McGloin, Shab, Shabby, and our number two draft pick. Who is it? Oh, it is Derek Carr. Here's the keys to the franchise, baby but I don't think you're going to get him until next year. And the reason why I don't think Derek Carr will start until next year is because we have put too much into his shop. And I believe, my personal opinion, I believe we are going to start shabby this season. He's going to play throughout the whole season. Next year, Derek Carr will take the driver's seat. You know that I like Matt McGloin. Or to our prior money man Raider, you were wrong. I know you're not switching teams. I know you're not switching teams because you're a diehard Raider fan. But Terrell Pryor is not the answer, bro. Seriously. I'm like, seriously. It's all about Raider love, guys. It's all about Raider love. And I love the Oakland Raiders, man. It's in my blood. It's in my skin. I got it. I know you got it, bro. So, anyway, take it easy. And you know what? We're going to kick some fucking ass this year, guys. Raiders! 
Interesting take, but that's not how it's going down, bro. Derek Carr is running this team, and he's going to run it all season. We're not going to see Schaub unless uh, he gets blown out, and I hope that doesn't happen, bro, because we have to see our future all year long. Thanks for the call, man. And our next caller is Rada Steve from Pittsburgh, the Steel City, surrounded by hostile forces. What's up, man? What's up, Raider? Great, Raider Rand. This is Raider Steve calling from Pittsburgh again. And I want you to say I stand corrected because I thought Matt McGowan was our best quarterback on the roster at this time. But Derek Corr looks like he's right. He has the same type of fire as Matt McGowan with more skill. He's more athletic. He's got a stronger arm. If Dennis Allen does not let him start, he has nothing to lose. It'd be different if we were a playoff team and expected to be in contention. No one's expecting anything from us anyway, so why not put their car out there and let them get experience? The, the best experience a, a young quarterback can, can have is being on the field. And there is enough pieces around him that he has weapons. So I don't want to hear, oh, the rest of the team's not ready. That's, that's bullshit. He's got, so we should have a good solid running game. Our defense should be a lot better. And good quarterbacks make receivers. You know what I mean? Unless you're talking about an elite receiver, like a Calvin Johnson, Andre Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald, other other receivers, the quarterbacks make their job easier. And that was on display against the Seahawks. Daenerys Moore, we haven't seen Daenerys Moore look that good since Hugh Jackson was in town. Let's just be honest. So I hope Dennis Allen's contemplating. He, he don't want to say who's a starter. He's kicking the can down the road. It's evident that Derek Carr is our best option at quarterback right now. And I would even say McGoin's our number two. Shab has looked that bad. Yeah. So, uh, but that's all I wanted to say. Can't wait. We got one week till the season starts. Hopefully, we can take down the Jets. And uh, let's go, Raiders. Carr is clearly the best quarterback on the roster as of right now. Uh, maybe Mr. Davis had a little bit to do with it. We'll never know. But Carr is starting. And so we're going to see our team of the future right now. Thanks for the call, brother. Well, who we got next? We have Obi-Wan Raider. What is thy bidding, my master? What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? Obi-Wan Raider calling you from Magnolia, Texas. All right, guys. Got a bone to pick right off the bat with the punk-ass NFL Network and Roger. Go ahead and allow domestic violence to deal. Fucking shit up as usual. I tried my best over the last two days not to hear anything about the game because I wasn't able to watch it. Finally, just got to be watching it. It's Saturday, 1 o'clock. I start the game, and it picks up in the second fucking quarter. Why? Because they were airing the fucking punk-ass Browns and Johnny Manziel. 
Roger Goodell, NFL Network. If you're so in love with fucking Johnny fucking football, go to Cleveland, blow him, keep it in your mouth, and hold on to it and save it for the rest of the fucking year. There are other teams out there, other fans that care about their team more than these fucking punk-ass Browns that you guys are sucking their balls on. Now, getting to the meat of it. Derek fucking Carr. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Houston, Texas, for being douchebags and not picking him with your first pick in the second round, letting him fall to Oakland. If you see him, just from the highlights, unfortunately, since I didn't get to watch the first fucking half, he was poised, he moved the pocket, the offensive line looked like they were blocking more, the receivers wanted to catch more, then there he is, more. That's my dude now, all of a sudden. You woke up and realized your ass was on the bubble, huh, bitch? Bryce Butler is looking good. Latavius Murray is looking good. 41-31 against the defending Super Bowl champions. And you can see he was eating Pete Carroll up at the end of the game. He did not want to lose that game, let alone to the lowly Raiders, the alleged bottom feeders of the NFL. Yeah, boys, preseason game, you can say what you want, NFL Network. We just beat the defending Super Bowl champions, okay? We beat their ass. Derek Carr, beast mode. Matt McGoin had a somewhat off game compared to how he normally is, but the kid's been working all preseason long, so I'm not mad at him. He's also working with second and third string lines. This is what I'm talking about, Raven Nation. I've already sent Dennis Allen and Reggie Mack, or Veggie Mack, messages on Twitter. I sent the letter. I put that shit in the mailbox to the Raiders. Do not start fucking shop. We need to get it going, guys. We need, Dennis Allen needs to fucking realize we need to win now. That means putting Derek Carr in there. Or hell, even Matt McGoin. They're better than Matt Noodle Arm, Top Robin Shop. Obi Wan Raider, out. Go Raiders. And damn, I missed the Browns game. <laughs> I am so sick of Manziel and the Jets and the Patriots and the Giants. And every other team that gets all the love, I don't even care. One thing I know for sure is we got the right QB on the on the field, and we will see our future develop right before our very eyes. Let's just hope it's the right direction, bro. Thanks for the call. And our next caller, Johnny D, the Bluegrass Raider. What's going on, man? What's up, Raider Greg and Randy and Raider Nation? This is Johnny D, the Bluegrass Raider. I got to say something really fast. I mean, you know, after, in the wake of the Thursday night game against the Seahawks, man, what more does Carr have to do in order to get proper recognition from Dennis Allen as in terms of being a starter? What more does the guy got to do? I mean, I am, I mean, don't get me wrong. I am absolutely thrilled that he came out and kicked ass. He did. I mean, he impressed the hell out of me. But, you know, for Dennis Allen to show up at that press conference and basically dance around, well, yeah, yeah, he did okay, he did okay. You know, but I think, you know, we're not going to show away from anybody. You know, shop the starter. Bullshit. You have to be as blind as a bat to see that he's not doing a thing. He has a quote-unquote sore elbow, and um, like, like I said, in the, I just listened to 414, and um, like I said, I really hope he's not turning into another Carson Palmer where 
Dennis Allen comes out and says, we paid him so much money. We're going to play him anyway. Please tell me that is not the case. Do you, do, you, do you agree or disagree? I just want to know that. Anyway, this is Johnny D, Raider Nation. Keep the faith. I'm out. Go Raiders. That's the problem with naming your quarterback with no competition. Allen put his foot in his mouth, and it's still firmly shoved deep into it, trust me. But now he's been forced to make this decision because I'm telling you, this team won't play for Shabby because he's not the number one guy. That's why. And our next caller is Raider Ho, <laughs> formerly from Indio, but now he's moved up a notch or two to Palm Desert. Very nice. What's up, brother? Raider Craig, Raider Randy, what's up, fellas? This is Raider Ho from Indy. Oh, wait, I'm not from Indio. I moved to Palm Desert. Hey, what's up, guys? Love your show. Hey, just a couple of uh, quick stories here. Um, first of all, DA is not going to stand for Dennis Allen, if you know what I'm talking about. If he does not start our brand new car, Shab's got an arm, more like a weenie arm. I've seen a better arm on a chair. That guy's got no zip, no pop, no nothing. Anyway, um, other story, I was texting my cousin that lives in the Bay Area. I was telling her or asking her if the game was on up there on TV. She said, yeah. And I said, well, you know, it's not really worth watching. All they got is a car playing, you know, and then the, the second stringers. But bam, what do they do? They put on a clinic. boy Raider Nation. And... um Another quick story, um, out here in Palm Springs doing some Uber driving, getting people around nice and safe. And I see this brother walking out of the store. He's got a Raider shirt on. And of course, one Raider Nation member to another, you know, you got to stop and chat and chitter, chitter chat. Anyway, it's a shout out to Northwest Raider Nation up there in Washington. I guess he runs a club up there. So his name's Raider Brian. Well, anyway, guys, I've already, uh, Dude, enough venom anyway, but uh, let's beat those J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 with our C-A-R-R. Let's go, Raider Nation for life. Peace out. Very nice. Yes, we've got our car. We're heading into Jets territory. Not an easy game by any means, but I think we have the best team on the field that we could have. So it's time to do battle, brother. And our next caller is Raider Ruben from South Carolina. What is happening, brother? Brady Greg, I want to wish uh, you a happy Labor Day and the rest of the Raider Nation a happy Labor Day. Everybody busting their ass just to uh, support our team in the best way that we can. And um, hope you guys are having a good and safe one. Uh just got done looking at all the cuts and releases that the Raiders just made. And uh, um, I'm pretty happy with the final product that Reggie and Dennis uh, Allen put together. Uh, one release that stood out for me wasn't from the Raiders. It was done by the Seattle Seahawks by letting uh, Terrell Pryor go. Um, I guess uh, Pete Carroll is biased also. Dennis Allen is the only biased NFL coach in the NFL. Um, look, uh, Terrell Pryor 
I mean, that guy's a work in progress. He needs a lot of work. Um, I, I'm just finally getting to see the game from Thursday night against the Seahawks, and I didn't see anything really different from last season from him. I didn't see any progress that he uh, that supposedly had made in the off season and training camp with the Seahawks. Um, yeah, I, I think that was the best move for the team. Um, I like what I saw from Derek Carr. Uh, I think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. Uh, I think he's going to be a good quarterback for the Raiders and the Raider Nation. Um, he obviously bleeds um, black and silver, and he seems to be a very enthusiastic young guy. And I'm liking this, like what I see from the young guys, like Darius Murray and T.J. Carey. Um, that guy's got a lot of potential. I think he's going to be a pretty good corner um, in the future for us, and and he's gonna, I think he's going to have a pretty good career. Um, other than that, um, you know, I know it was against Seattle's um, number one defense um, players, at least. They had the guys out there were were the first team um, players. Uh, one thing that, that people need to realize that even though it was the first team that was out there for Seattle, they probably weren't giving it all 100%. So, I mean, yeah, it's good to see the Raiders perform really well against the NFL's uh, defending champions and the NFL's number one defense. Um, there's a lot to be excited about. But let's get things in, in perspective, you know. Uh, it's the final preseason game. A lot of guys aren't getting it all 100% because they don't want to get injured or saving themselves for the regular season. So um, the excitement is good. I don't want to be the downer. Um, you know, this good things are coming. Um, I hope we have a good season. And uh, I'll be going to the game in Cleveland, watching the Raiders take care of Johnny Vagina, I mean Johnny Mantell, and put a whipping on the Brownies. So I hope to see Raider Nation representing Cleveland come October 26th. Um, I hope to see everybody there. And, um, oh, yeah, this is Ruben from uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. So uh, talk to you later. No, I think the Raider Nation has an understanding. It was the first and second string, and yes, they probably weren't playing their their butts off. However, you have to take something out of that game besides that, that we got the ball to people, we blocked, we did what we had to do to move the football. Trust me, Pete Carroll was not happy losing that damn game. He was pissed off the way they played. There's no doubt about it. And Terrell Pryor... Should have changed to a tight end. Uh, he knows he's better tight end than he would be a quarterback. But that is his life, and he's on a couch. Whatever. And our next caller, RJ Raider. The Raider Junkie. From East Whittier, what's up, man? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is RJ from East Whittier, the Raider Junkie. Hey, just got out of the basement. W watched the replay of last week. What a freaking game. Yeah, I was all pissed off the week before, but hey, he put in the kid, they let him play, lit it up. Now, right now, just a few minutes ago, Sports Central is just throwing it. The Dennis Allen or McKenzie, whoever did it, finally opened up their eyes and got their head out of their ass. I'm going to let the kids start on Sunday against the Jets. Thank you. Thank you. Let's get this car going. Let's get that fucking motor going. Let's score some more fucking points, dude. 
I'm ready to go with the kid. He's the future, I think, in my opinion, and I just think let's go for worse, for good or for bad. Let's just go for it, man. You know, he's going to have his bumps and bruises and stuff, but let's just see how it goes. I mean, so what could be worse, going to McGloin? That's about it. I mean, after that, who you got, Shroud? No, let's just stick with him. Let's just try him out. Let's see how it goes this season. You know, this is all in Dallas Allen, man. He cannot ignore this. The fans want it. I think everybody wants even the owner wants I think Mark Davis wants this. So let's just see what happens. Hey, I'm going to get out of here. I'm all excited. I'm pumped up again. This is the kind of, kind of team I wanted to see, the kind of offense I want to see generating, man. Get some defense, some time to settle down and uh, get, get some, you know, some air into their load for you know, throw them back out there after too many three and outs, you know? So let's see what happens. Uh, really great. Anyway, Raider Nation, I think it's a good future. Let's hope that this is the uh, the, the game that's going to foretell our season and hopefully it could be a prosperous one. So, hey, shout out to everybody out there. Go Raiders. Yeah, it's a good thing they did open their eyes because they don't want to do the flip-flop on the quarterback thing like they've done the last two seasons that's tired, that's old, and it doesn't work, most of all. Yeah, whatever Carr does, hey, man, we got to stand behind this kid. It's going to be bumps and bruises along the way. But if we see progress, man, oh, man, it could be a great way to start this new turnaround. That's what I'm saying. Thanks for the call, brother. Our next caller is Kansas Raider. What's happening, man? You got something to say about our new car? Hey, Raider Nation, this is Kansas Raider. Um, just looked on the internet and seen that they said that their car will be starting. I don't know how much is true. I need, I didn't get a chance to go to NFL uh, Network. I just went straight on here and to call you guys. All I got to say is, man, I said it from the beginning. It is going to happen. He was going to become the starter, if it's true. I have big hopes for him. I think great things will happen with him on the field. For one, the um, opponents have no video other than preseason on him, so it's harder to figure him out. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on, man, and I'm liking it. I wish we would have went and got a wide receiver just to put on depth an older one. Um out of all of that, man, I'm, I'm happy to see what's going on. Everybody, Raider Nation, let's stick together. Win or lose, let's stick together. All of this stuff, talking about going to Los Angeles, going to Texas, staying in Oakland, it don't matter. We're Raider Nation. I don't care if Raiders went to the Antarctica. I'm going to be cheering for the Antarctica Raiders. That's how I am. That's how I live. I believe black and silver, and I don't care where they're at. We all need to be like that. Man, it's red nation until we die. I'm out. Yeah, we should have got a wide receiver, but we're working on so many empty spots. The guys we have got to catch the ball. They want to keep their job. They got to catch the ball. The ball will be there. That's for sure. If cars throwing it. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller, the 360 Raider. 360 Bro <laughs> from Bellingham. What's up, man? Raider Greg, Raider Raider, and the Raider Nation. The 360 Raider from 
Bellingham, Washington. Check it in uh, it's Tuesday after Labor Day, just before week one. Announced yesterday that Derek Carr, we're starting the car, baby, and we're going on a nice trip. Derek Carr is going to be the starting quarterback over Matt Schaub. I think uh, a very wise decision. I think uh, I think DA was looking at this as a job security kind of thing. You got to go with the horse that's going to get you the money. That's the way that I see it. Uh, I think Derek Carr is uh, a good quarterback. He obviously lit up Seattle for the uh, quarter and a half that he was in. Three touchdown passes, over 185 yards passing, and he made the uh, he made the Legion of Boom look like the Legion of Doom. He, he didn't make him, you know, they didn't look that good against him. Uh, well, I like what I'm seeing with this kid. He's, uh, I, I think he commands a uh, commands a certain respect in the in the huddle that he gets. Pat uh, Shop. His arm looked like a noodle. He couldn't get any more than four or five yards a, a pass. He got card. He's, he's able to get 10, 15 yards a pass. You know, that, that's what's going to win us games. You know, a guy throwing it for only three, four yards, it ain't going to win us any games. Don't know what the uh, situation is with Floyd. I don't know if they moved him up to number two or if he's still number three. But... I think what it should be, it should be, obviously, Carr is going to be number one. should put McGloin two, and then, you know, put Schaub three, or see what you can get for that guy. Um, I don't know if they're going to go with three quarterbacks into the regular season, but, you know, I've seen stranger things before. But I, I think, you know, trying to get what you can get for uh, Matt Schaub. Plenty of teams still need a quarterback. I don't think Cleveland's got any answers. Don't think Buffalo's got any answers at quarterback. So could maybe get something from either one of those two teams, and hopefully, you know, we can at least get you know a late draft pick for Shop. But I, I would go, you know, I would go obviously Carr McGloin. Go Carr number one, McGloin number two. I'm excited. I'm really excited for the upcoming season. Uh, before it was announced that Carr was going to be a quarterback, I was like, oh, shit. We could be staring down the barrel of, you know, 4-12 and 12 or even worse. Could have been a uh, – we could have matched the uh, the 08 Lions with the schedule that we have. We went with uh, – we went with Matt Schaub. But, you know, I, I think that with, uh, with Derek Carr and that quarterback – if we can keep him healthy, keep him upright, offensive line protects him. He's going to keep us into a lot of games, and I think we're going to, you know, we're going to have a few. We're going to have obviously a lot of dog fights. We're obviously going to, we might steal a few here and there, and you know, we might have a few of them stolen from us here and there. But the way that I, uh, the way that I look at it, with the strength of the schedule and everything. I don't. I, I don't think anything. I, I don't think a 500 year is that far off. I think we could be at eight and eighteen. Could even could even look at nine and seven. But the key is is everybody's got to be healthy. MJD's got to be healthy. 
Uh, McFadden's got to be healthy, got to keep the car upright. Uh, you know, the receivers, receivers got to catch a damn ball. You know, that's the thing with this kid. He, he can throw a ball. He can really, uh, he can really throw it. There's a lot of velocity on that pass. So you guys need to, you guys need to bring it in. Uh, not let it hang out too long, because they're going to get drilled. Rivera's got to, you know, obviously Rivera's got to get some hands. I think we'll be all right. I, I like I like what we're doing. I like, uh, I definitely love the decision of, of putting Carr in. I think Dennis Allen's finally using his fucking brain. you got to go with the guy that's going to get you the most wins, especially at this at this stage of his, uh, of his tenure here. I think he realizes that the time is now. Pressure's on. Anything less than the 500, he's gonna be looking. He's gonna be looking for work in January. So I, I'm very excited. Can't wait till Sunday to see us beat up on the Jets. I think we can come out of that place with a win. Looking forward to the rest of the year. Looking forward to the uh, to the game in London. I know the Raider Nation. We're gonna we're gonna show up big and bad in London, and uh, just excited, man! Raider football is finally here. Loving it. All right, three six zero Raider. I'm out. It is good that they're starting Carr, and it's good that he gets an opportunity to go through the whole season. I think eight and eight's tall order, brother. Look who we're playing. Just look at the schedule. Write them down on a piece of paper, and think about it. That would be a tough deal. I say if we win six games and we're competitive with the rest of the games of the season, Allen might keep his job. Um, but I think a six-win season would be a very big success for the Raiders, honestly. So six and seven would be tremendous. And if we make eight, man, we're going to be in the stratosphere because that is, look who we're playing. That's all I got to say about that. Thanks for the call, brother. I appreciate the positive attitude. I think we're all kind of there. So Raider Nation, the new and improved Oakland Raiders start Sunday uh, on the West Coast. It's a morning game, so get yourself ready. Get yourself pumped up and comfortable. Those who are going to the games, you know what you got to do, Pada. You got to represent. I know you will. Raider Nation is huge. And they certainly represent there in Greentown, for sure. The Raiders black it out for sure very well, might I say. Well, with that, we have to give Carr an opportunity to be successful. Don't be too harsh on him. And uh, we got to let him have some bumps and bruises. But I do believe he is our future. We're going to accept him with open arms. We got to let him play all season. And whatever may happen, he's going to learn and get better. Give him better tools next year. Watch what happens. So, Raider fans, until after the game, we got to beat them Jets, man. We got to make a statement early and often. I am Raider Greg, and I am out. <laughs>